that we've had until now, um, and we've always, Baruch Hashem, had Mesil Sisharim, or at least as long as I've been uh, teaching Mesil Sisharim, uh, even before the yeshiva here, back in Sharyashiv, for many, many years, I'm trying to think how many years now, uh, probably... Um, probably 15 to 20 years, I would say, um, and it always starts off in the morning. So the benefit of the morning, of course, is, is to, uh, as, as we said many times in Shear, um, the, you know, you start off your day and you, uh, the most important thing as the first halacha in Shulchan Aruch is, is how a person starts off his day. You start off your day. And, and it makes a major uh, impact on a person how his day starts off and his focus of his day. But if you think about it, and this I was inspired as we're beginning today at 5.45, 5.50 p.m. where you, know, you work a nine to five job, so your days uh, you know, could be considered over. Could be your day is basically wrapping up. I already had a bad day. I had a good day, but, uh, <clears throat> but one of the things that we know, which is something we've spoken about many times, and that is that that's, that that's not true. It's so not true. Because uh, the perspective that a person can get to start new, to renew himself, to have renewal, is something that, uh, you know, they say the Midas of Gevura is Yitzchak Avinu Davening Mincha. Why is Yitzchak Avinu Gevura davening Mincha? Because you wake up in the morning, you're davening Shachras to Hashem, it's Avram Avinu. Marav is before you go to sleep. Yaakov, right? You have, you have, uh, you go to, before you go to sleep, you daven Marav. But, but Yitzchak, which is the Midah of Gevura, is difficult during the day. Why is it in the middle of the day? Because you're in your flow. You're in your regular uh, Shigra, as they say in Hebrew, your routine, you're in your flow, so to stop and to say, okay, now I'm going to thank Hashem, to stop and to say, now I'm going to focus on Hashem is much, much harder. So to renew oneself is the same thing. Right? When you're a baby and you're born, if, if everybody here was in first grade or second grade or third grade, so you'd have a clean slate. You'd say, okay, this is what I want to accomplish. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to live my life. If only I was brought up, if only I went to this elementary school, if only I would have done this, right? If only, uh, if only I would have done this, if only I would have done that. Or when a person, I guess, Mariv time, when it's all over, which is obviously, uh, I don't know, harder for a person to look back at his life. I don't know if a person will ever, thank you so much, I don't know if a person will ever, you know, look at his life um, at the end of his life and say, okay, I'm satisfied with my life. But while you're in the middle of your life, for a person to renew himself, to renew yourself on a Tuesday afternoon, a random Tuesday afternoon, to renew yourself in the middle of the year, right? If it were Elul, if we're starting the year off and it's the first day of this man, right? Everyone gets his new sneakers and you get your new outfit and you get your new haircut and you go to school for the first time and everyone's fresh and everyone feels awesome and everybody feels great. That's renewal. 
But when a person's in the middle of the day, when a person's in the middle of his year, when a person's in the middle of a relationship, right? You start off marriage, oh, we had the best marriage, love at first sight, and we built our marriage together for 20 years, for 30 years, right? But when you're married for 10, 15 years and your marriage stinks, that's very difficult to go ahead and have a new renewal in your marriage. To go ahead and to be in yeshiva and to learn Torah when you're 20 years old, when you're 21 years old, when you're 25 years old, when you're 18 years old, and you've already messed up. So it's very difficult for a person to renew himself then. But that is what it's about. That's what life is about. If you, if you, if you never, ever did anything wrong, right? Most people live in that world where they're waiting to be perfect, they're waiting to be clean, they're waiting for everything to work out just, just exactly the way things are supposed to be, the way they want things to be. And perfect. That it, that it, that it will be perfect and a perfect day with the perfect weather, with the perfect waiting, waking up in the morning and your day going like this and your day going like that. That's not what life is about. That's not what life is about at all. Life is about having a past that's a difficult past. Having challenges that you've gone through and things that happened to you that are terrible or you've done things that are terrible. You've done things that you have guilt about. You've done things that you have shame from. You, you've, you've had a past that's a difficult, difficult past and a difficult journey. And the goal in life is to be able to start new. Avram Avinu became Avram Avinu, right? When he was, uh, when he was 40, what is it, 48, they say? Avram Avinu, 40, right? Was that 42, 30, what was it? 48, 48, I think they say, whatever. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva when he was 40. Rabbi Akiva when he was 40, he started. Reish Lakish was a mafia, was a mafia man. Right? Our, our leaders and the Jewish people, the Jewish people are a people who, are, who struggle. Our people are a people who struggle and who have not had everything work out well for them. And that is from, from where we build. A person builds specifically from the darkness and from the hole and from the challenges. That's where we begin. That's where each and every one of us begin. So yes, it's beautiful to start off our morning, to start off our morning a certain way. But what do I do when at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, 6 o'clock in the afternoon, 10 o'clock at night when I'm not having a good day? What do I do then? How do I renew myself then? How do I learn a person to... Re- I think Rav Nachman says, I think I've heard it in his name, right? It's brought down, I saw this in... in um, in uh, the Avodas Penim, which is a holy sefer from an old Slanimer Chassid, beautiful sefer that we used to learn many years ago. I've got to get my copy back. Avodas Penim, the, his letters. But they say, I think, from, from Rav Nachman, I remember seeing this uh, in the Avodas Penim before Rav Nachman was uh, popular, um, as popular as he is now, that, uh, that even if a person has to start over hundreds of times a day, you have to start over again. So you start over again. So start over again. So start over again. 
you're having a bad day, start over again. You're having a difficult, you know, uh, whatever it might be, start over again. There's no, there's no time that a person can't stop and say, I want to stop, I want to start right now. I want to start my life right now. There's no greater feeling for a person to say, I'm starting fresh. Imagine if you could start fresh. You can have it all. Imagine if you could go back to first grade. I don't know if anybody would want to go back to first grade. But imagine if you could go back to first grade and say, I want to live my life differently from then till now. I want to change. So I have a, I have a challenge for everybody here. And you don't think in five years from now you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna say the same thing? You will say the same thing. You don't think in five years from now, however age you are, you're not gonna say, okay, well, if I could be 18 all over again, if I could be 22, 25 all over again, if I could be whatever age you are, you don't think you're gonna wanna say, okay, let me restart it? So when a person learns to restart at any stage, that's the power of a person. Yeah, Zach. Um, they say a person, people who are winners are just, are just losers and fail to be good. Like, it doesn't work with right. A or B. Right, correct. Right. As long as you keep your head up. You keep right, going. I think we have that on the sweatshirt. No, is that one of the lines we have? Uh, uh, I don't think it made fun of that. It did, it did. What was it? Uh, winner, it was on last year's. Oh, um, what was it? Three of the, what was it? Uh, Warriors, winners Warriors aren't. No, 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 no. Right. Winners aren't, aren't those who. who. Okay, we gotta get it. Someone's gotta look up. But yeah, what Zach say? Win, winners. Right, right. Something like that. Winners are people who don't fail, there are people who don't quit. Right? The bottom line is the bottom line is for all of us here, you could become whatever it is that you want to become. You could be whatever it is that you want to be. There is nothing stopping you. If I were talking to a bunch of 50-year-olds, no offense to the 50-year-olds club or those close to it, right? I, I would still say it. But I wouldn't say it as strong because I would say, hey, listen, you got your wife, you got your kids, you got your... You're not going to say, oh, you want to become a doctor. Not push you. You want to become a big this. You could still... But when you're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 22, 23, 24, 25 years old, you want to become a doctor, become a doctor. You want to become a gazillionaire, you can become a gazillionaire. You want to become a Talmud Chacham and no Shas cold, you can become that. Whatever you want. You want to be a happy person, you can become a happy person. You, become, you can do anything that you want to do. There is nothing at all stopping you. Yona, go for it. What? Let's say you want to be a doctor, but one more time. I missed the second part. He feels that he wants to be a doctor, but he's unsure if he could become a doctor. Okay, so everyone agrees that Doctor Yona, you could become a doctor. Come on, Yona. Doctor, we're gonna help you, Yona. That's it, Doctor Dooman. It sounds good. Doctor <laughs> Sounds great. What kind of doctor do you want to be? What kind of doctor do you want to be? Doctor uh, I want to be A and E, which is opposite of the 
Okay, why not? Why not Yonah? Why not? Why not? And if you're afraid to be a doctor, and you're nervous about being a doctor, we'll help you work on that also. Why not? But those are the dreams. See, what happens is, in life, and this is where we begin with, uh, with Lashon Hara. This is why I love talking about Hilchas Lashon Hara. Why do I love talking about Hilchas Lashon Hara? Because the destruction of a person, forget about that I destroy, a person destroys somebody else when they speak Lashon Hara. Forget about that you destroy someone else when you speak Lashon Hara. It's worse than that. You destroy yourself. And the reason you destroy yourself is because you're not focused on yourself. You're focused on somebody else. And the more a person focuses on somebody else, the less you are focusing on yourself. As Zach put on the quote chat, a quote that I made up in, uh, I think it was Erev, when I did the Coach Menachem thing, so I don't know what, what, where it came from. I didn't even end up saying it on the Coach Menachem thing. But, but I, I made up this thought. I had this thought. And that thought is, is that when you invest in yourself, when you invest in yourself, you can never lose. You can lose if you invest in something else. You can lose. But when you invest in yourself, you will only gain. And the more a person invests in himself, and the more time you put into yourself, intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, everything, the more you invest in yourself, the more you will become great. The greater you will become. To the degree, to the degree that you invest in yourself, that is the degree you will have fruits to your investment. To the degree that you don't invest into yourself, that is going to be your weakness. You're going to be weak and weak. Think of an area. Think of an area that, you're, that you are lacking in. And, and begin and say, okay, how much we've spoken about this before. How many months do I give myself to, to accomplish this? How many weeks do I give myself? How many years do I give myself to accomplish this? And guaranteed, Yonah, let me tell you something. I want to tell you something, Yonah. You'll be a doctor. I have no doubt in my mind. Especially now that you just publicized it. Now for sure. What? I was just thinking about Okay. Now what? That you publicize it. That you have to be a doctor. Great. You got to be a doctor. Now for sure. Now I want to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell this to everybody here. If you think being a doctor is difficult, and it's difficult, being a great husband, being a great father, being a, 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 a great person, being a good Jew to Hashem, to other people, is, is, is harder. Now, now, I don't want that to discourage anyone. But the value... Let me ask anybody here a question. We can talk about it. If you could choose to be a millionaire, a gazillionaire, a, a, worth, a millionaire is not anything nowadays, people say. You want to be worth 20 million, a billionaire, right? But that's not realistic. A 20, worth $20 million, $30 million, but you have a terrible relationship with your wife and your children. Would anybody want to do that? 
Nobody would want to do that. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Because what's more valuable? What's more valuable? It's more valuable being a good person. It's more valuable being in love. It's priceless to be in love with your wife. Not to fall in love with your wife. Because that, God willing, everybody will do. You'll fall into love with your wife. But that doesn't last. Being in love with your wife. Working on your relationship with your wife. Having an incredible relationship with your wife. And then you're thinking about your kids. That's going to be easy. If you have an amazing relationship with your wife. And you work on your relationship with your wife. Then it's much easier then to have an incredible relationship with your children. Because you learn how to have relationships. You learn how to give up certain things. You learn how to, how to journey with somebody. Now that's much more difficult. Right, who did I say this? I was speaking to someone, right, I was speaking today, right, to, to someone, we spoke about this as well, right? The, the, the bad news, I've said this many times, there's bad news and good news. The bad news is assume that you're not going to have a good relationship with your wife and your children and you're not going to have a good job making money being happy. Assume that. That's the bad news. Assume that. Why? Because it doesn't just happen. But now, when I wake up and I say, wait, I could go to therapy, I could work on myself, I could be honest with myself, I could learn to be competent, more competent in all of the areas of my life, then I can. If I focus on that, and I really work towards that. If you really, really, really work towards anything, at your age, you can get there without a suffix, without a problem at all. But that's, that's assuming that you took that path, meaning Yona, you will become a doctor. Assuming, how old are you? 20. Okay, so what's our next move? What do we gotta do? Gotta get ready for the MCATs. So what we're going to do, Yona will talk, right? You got to take the MCATs. You got to start studying for that. You got to take your prerequisites. And you got to start planning over the next period of time how you're going to get there. It's not going to go like that. And if you don't work on it, and it's just a schmooze that we spoke about and everybody clapped, Dr. Yona, it's cute. That's not going to make it happen. It's a great starting point. But if you then make a plan that you want to get there, there is no reason why you won't get there. So too with that with anybody, anybody who has that question about anything you want in life. Anybody who wants to fight anxiety. Anybody who wants to fight his desires. Anybody who wants to fight your insecurities. Anyone wants to fight Torah. I want to get to Torah. I want to get to a relationship with Hashem. Whatever it is that you have on your list that you want to get to. If you begin the process and say, I'm going to do it, it's impossible. Impossible. I think they say, I heard this recently, impossible is I am possible. It is possible for me. There's nothing that's impossible. There's nothing that's impossible. Whatever you put your mind to, you guys are powerful. You guys are strong. You guys could do anything. There's nothing stopping anybody. The only thing that stops us, our biggest challenge our biggest challenge is not the phone. Everybody wants to say it's the phone. It's not the phone. It's not our biggest challenge. Our biggest challenge are not drugs. That's not the problem. It's 
not the alcohol, it's not the drugs. That's not the biggest problem. The biggest problem is that we don't invest in ourselves. We don't spend time investing into ourselves. How many hours a day am I spending building myself? Whether it's my, what I've said many times, it's harder to work inside than it is to work out. People like to work out. It's great to work out. It's awesome to work out. But what about working in? You start working in. You start dealing with your emotions. You start understanding yourself. You start getting clarity. You'll be a different person. You'll be a different person. Okay, question, comments? And then we'll learn a halacha of Hilchus Lashon Hara. Please. Question, comments, please. Come on, some challenges, some questions. We can't say it's too early in the morning now to... What? Yeah, right, right, exactly. Very good, man. Yeah. What if it says that the Rebbe says that having a relationship with your wife is like that nobody choose having like, a lot of money over having an amazing relationship with your wife. So right. like, where does that objective come from? Like, like what if there's a person out there who says, no, like, like I'd rather just right. have so a lot of money. Great, that's mm-hmm. fine. That's fine. So, so is there any company <coughs> No, someone can challenge that and then I'd say, fine, that's great. Then go for that. That's fine. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to uh, sell marriage. I'm here to sell... Oh, Yaakov. I'm not here to sell marriage. I'm here to sell... I'm here to sell happiness. That's I'm selling happiness and connection to oneself. I'm here selling life. That's what I'm selling. And that's all I'm selling. I'm selling how to be on this planet for however long God puts you on this planet. Nobody here knows how long they're on this planet. What a shame to live on this planet in misery. What a shame to live on this planet in misery and to be waking up in the morning and to be grouchy. Then you get married and she's grouchy, you're grouchy, and then you have little grouchies running around the home. I mean, who, what? Why would I want that? I don't want that. I don't want to have a grouchy supper table. I want love and I want to understand. Now, that doesn't mean that it doesn't take work and doesn't have conversations you need hours and hours of conversations with your wife. Hours and hours of conversations with your children. Hours and hours of conversations with yourself. Figuring out who I am, what I am. But that's, that's, that's what it's about. If the million dollars and Hollywood... Forget about it now, you guys. The, 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 the world is crashing as we speak. The wackoness that's going on in the world. Oh my goodness. Craziness, for real. What you guys are going to have to deal with and dealing with the craziness. So if Hollywood was the answer, I promise you, you where I'd be right now, I'd be in Hollywood right now. If having a a yacht with a lot of cocaine and a lot of uh, party and a lot of noise and a lot of party and a lot of drinking and a lot of booze and all that and a lot of Hollywood was making people happy, I'd sign me up now. Sign me up. Sign me up. But that doesn't do it. That doesn't do it. Okay, yeah, we got some. Yes. Question. Yes. 
if Rebbe said you wanted a connection to, you want to do anything and you want to have a connection to it, anything is possible. So what would you say advice is if you want to feel connected to God, but you don't necessarily feel it? Right. What would you have to do? The whole childhood God that, you know, right. different communities is not necessarily the healthiest relationship. So how right. would you say to build a healthy relationship with Hashem? How right. would you build it? Amazing. Okay, so this is everyone meet Shlomo, Shlomo right? Shlomo, amazing. So Shlomo, welcome Shlomo for his first question. Starting off, great question. So if we could just uh, present the question for those who didn't hear and uh, tell me if, I, if I'm presenting your question uh, properly. Is Shlomo saying, so let's say I want to have a relationship with God, with Hashem, with God, God of your understanding, whatever, however you want to say it. Right, but you've but a person has a, a, a he has to relearn his relationship with God. What do you do I don't feel it. Okay, so that's a loaded question. Um, yeah. So so so. Firstly, I would say, I would say that that you have to study relationships in general. Every relationship. Does not, it's not built on feeling. Like I was saying, falling in love, you fall in love, but then you fall out of love. Everybody here, I, I give everybody here a bracha, a humble blessing, that you will fall in love. Amen. You should fall in love, but guaranteed. You could fall in love with Miss America. She's beautiful. She's got, she, she's got the best uh, great midos. She's amazing. Everything, everything is perfect. Everything is amazing, amazing, amazing. But what's going to happen? What's inevitable that will happen? What will happen a month, two months in, six months in? You fall out of love. You will fall out of love. That will happen. Right? So what do you do? You have to work on the relationship. You have to study the relationship. You have to understand the relationship. You have to understand what makes a good relationship, what makes not a good relationship. So what people want to do, Shlomo, when they think about God, and they think about Judaism, I want to be connected to God. Right? People say, you want to be connected to God, so um, take, a, take a something, put it on your tongue, right? go out there, and uh, have a great uh, journey. Right? Have a great journey. And hang out with some people and have a great tefillah uh, sadera, right? You go, you have a great, uh, a great trip and you perceive God. So people really will say, but what do you mean? But what do you mean? My, my response to that is, I'm not, I'm not an anti-do that. I'm not, I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying that's not a relationship. A relationship is months. A relationship is years. Relationship is is back and forth for years and years, and it takes time. So it's learning to develop. How old? How old are you? How old are you? You're 18 years old. So 18 years old. The first step is to study yourself, right? One of the tzaddikim said that people think that it's about knowing God and believing in myself. Know God and believe in yourself. I think it was the altar from Kelm, I think, said this. There would be Salanter. I'll look it up if anyone wants to know. They think it's about believing in yourself and knowing God. 
say, no, that's not what it's about. It's about believing in God and knowing yourself. Knowing yourself. Who is the one having a relationship with Hashem? Who am I? First, the person has to study himself. He has to understand who he is. He has to learn how to have a relationship with anybody. The way a person begins to have a relationship with Hashem, what's my relationship with my mother? What's my relationship with my father? What's my relationship with my roommates? Mesil Sharmi says it straight out. He says it straight out. Gam hu mesug ha'oyhavim. In Chasidus, he says that God is also a lover. God is a relationship. So if I learn to have relationships, then I can have a relationship with Hashem. So your answer, Shlomo, a little bit, is that it's not something that you could just, you know, Google. It's not something that just comes. And especially that you're in yeshiva. Anyone's coming to yeshiva, anyone who's in yeshiva, is here to find himself and to find God, which is one in the same. You hear me? One in the same. You can't find God if you don't find yourself. And you can't find yourself if you don't have God. They come, they're one in the same. They're inter, interrelated. So again, it's not a regal achas answer, but you know, the easy answer someone would say is say, okay, Davin, go learn. Those are, those are obviously uh, mitzvahs. Correct, exactly, correct. Experience, it's much deeper than that. It's much more complex than that. It's working on yourself. It's understanding yourself. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's a lifelong journey. It's a lifelong journey. And if a person's waiting to feel connected, a person's waiting to feel connected, that's not, that's not what it's about. It's not about feeling connected. It's about doing things. It's about building a relationship. You know, we've spoken about this. It's not really the forum right now. We, we uh, you know, but, but based on what you're saying, Shlomo, you know, they're, they're the five love languages. They're the five love languages. A person first has to understand his love languages. I've spoken about that in relation to Hashem, acts of service, gifts. Okay, there's no physical touch. Hashem's not physical. But a person learns relationships, you'll get to God. You'll get to Hashem. Shkoyach to you, Shlomo. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. Beautiful. Yes, Ezra. One more time. If someone has multiple jobs, do you consider a dream job? If someone has multiple jobs or multiple choices? Multiple choices. For example, could you give a few examples? Right. Right. Okay, great. So, so I would say it depends how motivated you are. I know, I know people who are doctors, um, who are businessmen as well. I know somebody who's a doctor who is a lawyer as well. If you're really, really motivated, you could, you could do it all. Look at Rabbi Tversky's Zatzal. Right, Tversky was a Hasidic uh, Rebbe, a big Talmud Chacham, and he was a psychiatrist. You have many people. The Rambam. The Rambam was a, was a massive doctor, and he was a big Talmud Chacham. You could become whatever it is. I would start with the first, I would start with step, step one. Step one is, you know, focus on being an, an expert, focus on being competent. I think that's, that's, that's a very key, key word, is competence. Being a, capable, being a capable person. 
Am I a capable person? What am I willing to do to become capable? And what happens is, when you are successful, then success breeds success. Most of the, most of the guys in yeshiva here, and a lot of the chevra over here, have failed a lot. Whether they failed from, from first grade, from second grade, whether they failed socially, whether they failed uh, Judaism-wise, whether they failed in other areas in their life. One of the biggest challenges for a person who fails is not the failure itself, but the fact that he doesn't have the confidence that he can become whatever it is that he wants to become. And I'll tell you something, Ezra, the, the way you're thinking, I like that. I like that because it means you're thinking uh, big. To think like, you know what, I want to be, I'll, I'll tell you just quickly in my own family, I have a, a brother, I've, I have a lot of doctors in my family, medical doctors. And um, one, one of my brothers who is a cardiac surgeon, he went to Harvard, very competent person who worked very hard to get to where he, he wanted to get to as a cardiac surgeon, ended up going into business. Now he's a major businessman, why? Because he, he did uh, defibrillators are when people have, uh, you know, need uh, heart, when they have heart problems. So he would implant and he would do the surgery to put in the pacemakers for people who have heart disease. And what happened was there was a company that they saw he was using their defibrillator. So this company, which was a billion dollar company, said we want you to be one of the heads of our company because you've done this for 20 years, right? Etc. whatever. So what did he end up doing? He ended up switching from being a medical doctor where he practiced a little bit to be a businessman. So when you do something well, what happens is success breeds success. Yeah? Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, amazing. We have seven more minutes. We're just getting started. Yes, Rabrafi. Uh, See, Rabrafi's sitting here, guys. Rabrafi is not 18 years old. He's not 28 years old. I'm not, I'll stop after 38. Right? He's not 38 years old. Why is he sitting here? The reason he's sitting here is because he wants to change his life. That's what life is about. It's not about being 18 and saying, I'm going to change. Because when you're, when you're sitting here and you're focused on that, when you're 50 years old, when you're 60 years old, when you're 40 years old, when you're 30 years old, that's when you will change your life. When you're constantly working on yourself. Yes, sorry, we're about to go. Um, let me say it's important to, to have a long discussion with your spouse, your children. Yes. What? What? It's not a conversation. What do you mean? So you learn how to be a conversationalist. Learn how to be a conversationalist. If you're not naturally someone who can listen, not someone who naturally expresses himself, so you've got to learn how to do that. If that's how you have a relationship. Uh, if I need to express myself, if I need to learn to be... Some people learn, need to learn to not talk so much because they talk too much. Some people learn they've got to talk up a little bit. Some people are people pleasers and they don't know how to say no. They say yes to everybody. They say yes to everything. People like that have to learn to set boundaries. And then you have some people that it's boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. They have to learn more to go with the flow. You have to get, like I was telling Shlomo before, you got to learn yourself first. You have to know yourself like a, like a, 
It's also Avodas Pinim says that. He says, he says, every person is like a Masechta. Your goal in life is to take your Masechta, and he's not talking about an actual Masechta, he's talking about yourself. You have to know it, Balpeh, backwards and forwards, Gemara, Rashi, Tosis, cold, cold, backwards and forwards. You gotta know yourself. If I'm a person who, is, who has trouble having conversations, they say, Rab Shach says, when he was Maspin Rab Chatzkel, Rab Shach was one of the, in the previous generation, one of the, the Gedoli Adar. Rab Chatzkel was a big, big Bali Musser, big Bal Musser. And when Rab Shach was Maspin him at his eulogy, he says, there was nobody like Rab Chatzkel. So mm-hmm. someone asked him, what do you mean there's nobody, no, nobody I met like Rab Chatzkel. He says, but you met the Chavetz Chaim. So he says, no, that's not what I meant. He says, there was nobody like Reb Chaskel because anything Reb Chaskel wanted to do, he didn't do, and anything he didn't want to do, he did. Now, okay, don't try that at home. That's not necessarily for us. But what's the point? The point is, he knew himself. He knew that I'm an angry guy, I gotta work on my anger. I'm, a, I'm somebody who, who's an easygoing guy, maybe I gotta work to get a little bit angry sometimes. Everyone has to figure yourself out. The problem is, is that we're so distracted by everything else. That's what I was saying. That's the problem. Our problem is we're distracted. That's our problem. Our problem is we don't spend the time investing in ourselves enough to know myself. How do you get to know someone? How do you know someone? Spend time with them. How do you get to know someone? Spend time with them without your phone. Right? How many times we see people sitting together, excuse me, everyone's on their phone. How are you going to know your son? You're going to go on a walk with him. Put your phone, put your phone down. Keep your phone at home. Don't even bring it with you. Go out and spend time, hold his hand, listen to him, talk to him, have a relationship with him. So how are you going to do that with yourself? Do the same exact thing with yourself. Hold your hand, spend time with yourself. That's how you get to know yourself. Yeah, Rabrafi, I gave you a little homework over here. Okay, that's why you're here. Otherwise, right, what are you doing here? Exactly. Yes, sure, you had your hand up before? You're good. You're good? Okay. Yeah, oh, yes. I might be wrong. I might have read you wrong. But did you say something that, like, relationship with your wife or whatever a girl is very similar to Shem? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not, it's, not a, it's not an opinion, but, but it's okay. You can, for the, for the time being, you can, you're going to... I feel like the opposite because... Why, you've been married? You've been married, Yaakov? No. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm listening. When you, when you meet a girl, right? Yes. You fall in love. Right. And you go, let's say, however long it is, six months, two months, whatever it is. Eventually, you, what you said before, you fall out of love or whatever yes. it is. Yes, yes. And you come working on yourself, right? With Hashem, it's not really like that. You don't just, like, fall in love with Hashem without... You know, being involved, I feel like first you work with Hashem and then you fall in love with Hashem. I feel like they're very different. Okay. And like one could be a one-sided thing sometimes, like, you know, you know, a girl could talk back or a girl could something like that. Hashem is not going to talk back, you know, it's going to give it to you in other situations. Yeah, he might not talk back, but he, he could communicate, he communicates. He could, so first of all, first of all, just to tell you, it's, it's let, let's just be clear. You, you, you know, if ultimately if we wanted to say ish vi isha and prove that God, chazal, 100%, it works. It works. I'm not going to go bring all the rayas that, that we are 
the relationship between God and, and the Jewish people, our husband and wife, I'm not even going to go there. I'm just going to talk about relationships. It's all about Judaism is not a religion. Judaism is about your relationship with Hashem. How do I have a relationship with Hashem? That was my, own, my, my point. A relationship with Hashem is the same exact way I have a relationship with any other person. Any other person. It's even harder a little bit because Hashem is not physical. So it's harder. But if I have, let me ask you a question. If I have a bad relationship physically with someone, physically with someone, if I have a bad relationship with them, so how, how could it be that I can have a great relationship with Hashem? You can fake it. It's much easier to fake your relationship with Hashem than it is to actually have a great relationship with Hashem on a deeper, deeper level. How do, you, how do you communicate with like a double-sided... Yeah, good, good, good. That's, that's, a good, that's already a question, how to communicate to Hashem. Hashem definitely talks back to us. He doesn't talk back to you, literally talking back. But we all, everyone here could say, yes, I'm upset at Hashem, I'm thankful to Hashem, Hashem did this, Hashem did this, I don't see Hashem, I don't get Hashem. He's already in your, in your vocabulary. He, he exists to all of us. It's about learning how to, how to deepen our relationship with everybody. Everybody. That's why Bein Alma Chaveru, that's why it's so interesting, and I'll end off with this, if, unless anyone has a question, then we'll really wrap up. This month of ER is the preparation to connect to Hashem. And what is the main point of this month? Rabbi Akiva, Bein Adam Lechavera. Why? Rabbi Akiva. What did Rabbi Akiva say? It's not a cute song for kindergarten kids. Right? I've said this many times. Right? They say to kindergarten kids, stop bullying, don't bully, don't be a bully in elementary school. Don't be an adult and bully. There are adults who bully also. It's not for third graders. It's for, it's, for old, it's for everybody. Why is it that this time period, which is the preparation for the greatest moment of history of the Jewish people, the entire focus is what? Bein Adam lechavero. Why? We should be fasting. We should, it should be like Elul. No. The reason is, is because you want to have a relationship to Hashem. You want to have a relationship to the Torah. You gotta learn to have a relationship with yourself and with other people. That is your derech eretz kadmal Torah. Shom It's not cute. People think it's cute. People think, oh, really? Come on. We're just saying that for the guys who are not so good in learning. We're telling the people who are not so good in learning to have a good relationship with other people. No, you want to have a relationship with God, with Hashem. It's the only way. It's the only way. Exactly. Hey, Sil. Okay. One, yeah. How does one keep that, like, at the forefront that it's, like, relationship-based? Like, Misa, this whole idea of, like, of, like, it's greater if, like, you know more Torah, which is, which is all just more study. Right. Yeah. Correct. It's hard. Right. Well, that's why, well, that's why our religion, that's why Judaism tells a person to get married and to have children to be involved in the world. Be involved. Be involved. All the tzaddikim 
who knew all the Torah had the best relationships also. There's no gadol in our circles. There's no gadol who had a bad, who, had, who was able to excel in one area and not excel in another area. They wouldn't make it. In other, in other societies, they could make it. You could be a smart uh, person and, and be successful and not have good relationships. As a Jew, it's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. Why is it that, that it's taught that way? Why is it, and I'm going to say this, and we'll end off with this. Why is it that in school it's more important that you do well on your, on your test than it is how you do in class? And that a guy who does well in his studies, the teacher gives him more credit than a guy who's a nice guy? Why? Because we're in gullus, that's why. Because it's wrong. It's 100% wrong. It's wrong, 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 wrong. And if you grew up and in third grade you had the guy next to you who was an idiot and he was a loudmouth, but he did great in the Tysus or he did great in the that and your Rebbe loved him because of that and you didn't get the credit because you were a nice guy, that is wrong. That is wrong. And we have to change that. We have to change that. Because it is more important that a person does well in his midos. And he is a good person. That's the most important thing. The most important thing. Because if you don't have that, you have nothing. If you don't have that, you have nothing. If you don't have the Torah, but you have good midos, you'll get there. Derech Eretz Kadmula Torah. You'll get there. But a person who doesn't have good midos, a person who's not a great guy I was speaking to, he actually told me, I could, he actually told me today, I told him I had a great conversation with, with, uh, with Zevi Adlin, had a great conversation, and I was telling him how such a sweetie pie, such a great guy, how to me that's like Sitkas. And I said, I'm going to mention you, because I actually learned it will be the one thing that I'm mentioning in the halacha. I'll, I'll mention the halacha. Listen to what it says. And we'll end off with this. Listen to this. The Gemara says, Chazal say, Chazal say, where is it? In Tosef and Peah, right? It says, for three Averos a person pays in this world and in the next world. We all know the three, big three. Gilu Yarayah, Shvichas Damim, and Avodah Zarah. The big three, the big three. Ready for this? I know who this is from. I'm reading from, from this Junior Chavetz Chaim. It's a new book. We've been doing purity of speech for like, Rebzev, how many years we've been doing purity of speech for? We started after Pesach. What is it, our fourth year? Fourth year? Fifth year? Fifth year. So I decided to make a little bit of a change. I got this junior Chavetz Chaim, which I like. Listen to what it says. It says, you have three Averus Chamuras. Right? Imagine bowing down to an idol. Imagine murdering someone. Imagine committing adultery. And what's worse than those three? Lashen Hara. Wow. Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara is worse than those three. doesn't make sense. But it does make sense. You know why it makes sense? Because if you don't value your life, if you don't value the relationship with another person, if you're sitting your whole day and your whole life yapping and yapping and yapping about other people, and that's what you're doing. The example they give, I'll just say the acute story that he says at the end. And he says like this. Every day, again, I'm just reading from this book. Please, uh, please just bear with me, but I think it's great the way this was said. 
I'm going to bring this point out to make a point. We're not knocking anybody. Everyday bracha, leia, this is what quoted over here, and zisi walk home from their, whole, from their school, benos sprintza. I don't think any of these are true, but it's, it's, a, it's a great, right? Bracha, bracha, leia, and zisi are walking home from benos sprintza. As they walk, they talk, they make fun of other people. They make fun of kids in their class. They make fun of their history teacher. They make fun of the principal. Bracha and zisi do not even think that it's Lashon Hara at all. It's as if that Avera does not exist. If they continue doing this day after day after day, they will get into a terrible habit of disregarding this incredible, incredible point of not talking about other people. Living in, when you are going to be at home, God willing, at your dinner table. If there's one thing you get from this yeshiva, when you're at your dinner table, when you're married, even before you have children, but for sure when you're sitting around with your kids, if you're sitting there talking about other people, that's what you're doing. Talk to your wife about your wife. Talk to your kid about your kid. He's sitting and talking about other people. He says this habit will stay with them as they get older and older. Chas v'shalom, chas v'shalom, terrible. Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be zocha to continue having a great day. Yonah, that's it. You're on. And I'm going to say, hold up, I want to end off. Wait, 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 before everybody leaves, one second. 6.38. Imagine, 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 as you continue your day, you pause for a second. Pause for a second. You pause for a second and say, okay, so it's 6.38. How could I make the rest of my day great? How can I have a great evening? Because in Judaism, the day starts at night. There's a reason the day starts at night. Because when you start at night, you end up having a great day. Have an amazing rest of the first day of the rest, a rest of the first day of the rest of the day. Have a great day. All right, we're back. Back in business.